Yo, that's, that's how we're th- fucking starting off. No, now. no, this is how we're gonna start off every time now. <laughs> oh, perfect timing! <laughs> Raul showed up with the Arnold scream. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, he's right on time. Perfect. What's up, man? It's supposed to be my. Hey, shit, what's but... going on? You know, um, man, this this new job. Ooh, killing you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I gotta go to sleep early to wake up early, and then you get accustomed to that new uh, schedule, and yeah. then the rest. Oh man! But hey, I'm here. All right, nice. Well, let, let's head on. Let's head on inside so the crowd can see us, yo. <laughs> oh, where are my oh. haters at? Yo, this guy, you. There you go. There you go. You ain't got no haters. They love you, man. No Please, please. Oh, welcome to Noah 15. (laughs) Now, who would be able to hate Scott? (laughs) They just won't stop. They just keep turning. They love him. Welcome to Noah 15 Allcast. This is your boy, 7 Cs. I'm joined by Raul the Zeltron tonight. Hey, what's going on? I'm so excited. And (laughs) and (laughs) great Scott. Fuck yeah. And uh Yeah, see that's that's how it, that's how you do it. And we're gonna be talking about the movie Naked Gun. Uh this is the last one in this series, right? Yes. The last one. Yeah, so we talked about year. Spaceballs, uh not another teen movie, loaded weapon, and now the naked gun. So nice man. Scott, did should I hit the tribal yell one more time? You can do it. You should do it as you announce me in the future. Okay. Okay, in the future. Okay, this guy wants. This guy wants me to play this in the future. Just do it once. <laughs> just, just the faded end. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's. That's fucking yeah. loud. That's that a is, long one. That's from a uh, predator. Yeah, nice. Um. Yeah, man. So how's everybody's week? I know Raul said he, he hates his new job. You know, it's uh, too much. I, I I don't I don't hate the job. It's just that <laughs> it's too, too much it's, waking up early. Yeah, it's cutting into my free time. You know. Yeah, I got you. Nice. How was uh How was your week, Scott? I got a new bed frame. I slept for twelve fucking hours. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> twelve hours. Yep. Roughly twelve hours. Yeah. I woke up to do a few things and then I went back to bed. Yeah, nice. Sleep I like the, it. Sleep of the just. <laughs> um, that's nice, man. Nice. Awesome. Uh, nothing crazy for me. Um, no no craziness happened with the kids this week. No uh, craziness out in the world. Just a regular good old work week. Well, nobody yeah. shit on you. 
at home uh, already. No. Yeah, no. Nothing like that, man. Thankfully. Uh, just this crazy weather waiting for that, you know, last minute snow to hit in March like it always does and during the springtime in uh, Chicago area. You know how that goes. Well, it, it was snowing today in Chicago. Yeah. No, it was snowing here, too. So let's run into the what are you watching segment. So let's see what's up. Now play. Now play. Motion picture. Motion picture. What are you watching? Now play at a motion picture theater near you. What's you watching now? What are you watching, Raul? What you watching, man? You watching? Man, I've been. You know what? I've been trying to watch that new series on Netflix, uh, the superhero one. Guardians of Justice. Guardians of Justice. That's the one. Scott saw that. I saw the first episode. it, and it's campy, and it's got some animation in it, and it's got uh, like live action. You know, people dressed up as superheroes, and you know what? I was digging it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I finished it. Uh, it goes a little off the rails at the end, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, I I I couldn't watch the whole. For the first episode, just the first episode, the rest of the other episodes were just fine. But that first episode, I don't know what it was, but I kept falling asleep. I know it's the, partly the job, mm. but uh, I had to watch it three times. That's wow. strange. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. It, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, it, it wasn't great. great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it wasn't bad yeah it's yeah. just good enough that you don't turn it off and you want right, to know what right. happens yeah exactly exactly and you know that's what it's supposed to do it did its job man mm-hmm. <laughs> i saw that too like i saw i finally finished the first episode this week and i was at that point where after the first episode at the end like you told me ddp is uh the dude is kind of like the batman the night uh-huh. nighthawk is his name i was like Man, the end of this episode is kind of rough, man. <laughs> I was like, I can't take it serious. <laughs> like, I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And then, but then, like, right after, like, the credits are rolling, and that shit had me laughing. So I was like, yeah, I might have to see the next episode because the, the yeah. two cops walking in the alley. And, uh, yeah, look, another smiley oh, face. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, another it's smiley a, face. It's pretty it's funny, man. It's a good man. story, dude, honestly. Yeah. Overall, the story about, like, the Nightwing guy. Mm-hmm. Know, yeah, the yeah, Batman's yeah. protege and shit, and there's just some really fucking ridiculously stupid humor in it. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. It's it's comparable to a parody, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the director, but, um, well, the creator of it is uh, what's his ass? His uh, I got I would have to look up his name, but um, he's like he's done a lot of fan films and stuff, like Avi Sharad or something like that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's done a lot of fan films and stuff. Show. But but it's 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 a parody that takes itself seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, and when you need to take it seriously, you can. Yeah, because yeah. the artwork they made for it was pretty fucking awesome. It was. I agree yeah, it was. again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Anything else? Uh. No. That that that's it. That's been keeping me busy. Nice. What about you, Scott? I watched uh, Winning Time. Oh, you did? I've seen the first three episodes. I think that's all they put out. Okay. John C. Riley plays Jerry Buss. Yeah. Of the Lakers dynasty, beginning of the Magic era. And all I got to say is Magic Johnson is getting a lot of pussy 
<laughs> and he's a hound. He's a hound dog, my mom said. Okay. And and he was thinking, <laughs> I know I shouldn't, but I just can't help myself. Oh, he, he wasn't thinking anything of the sort. <laughs> he went out of his way to go to the whorehouse. And then Wait, uh, but, but he's 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 famous, he's got money. He probably didn't need to go to, you know, uh 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 a whorehouse. Oh, he just got out there. And the pimp hit him up on the street, recognized him at a premiere that his teammate was in a movie as an extra. Wow. I wonder what Magic thinks about, like, the show. That's a good question. You know, like, that depiction of him, like, oh, man, that's rough. Everything about it, it's like they pull the wool from over your eyes as far as L.A. in general. Mm. And it's fucking slick like that. It's a good replacement show for ballers. Oh, okay. Because it shows a different side of the fucking sports yeah. Like before it was big, like ballers, you know? Yeah. Nice. And then uh, Chickless. Chickless plays fucking Red Auerbach from the Celtics. No way. And he's fucking ruthless, dude. And him and oh, John Riley man. have a face off in a restaurant. It's probably Chickless' best fucking work ever. <laughs> wow. Ever. No, I mean, ever. it's, really, it's okay. really good, dude. It's fucking awesome. Nice. A- anything else? Yeah, I watched that Jackass Forever. Oh, and, and how was that? Oh, the biggest fucking stunt they did. I won't ruin it for you guys, but they do a thing where they trap their friends in a room. They called it Silence of the Lambs. Whoa. They trap them in a room and they think they're going to And they see, turn out the lights. They turn the lights out and they think they're going in those rooms to see like a snake trick with a cobra. And then they turn the lights off and start playing cobra sounds and doing all kinds of gags on them and shit in the dark. Damn. It's fucking really sadistic, dude. Yeah, it sounds like. So I don't think I've seen any of those movies except for the first one. That's oh, it. Man. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. I just can't get into them. Like, it's like sometimes too overt. Like, okay, you're getting, uh, you know, a rush out of hurting yourself. And shit. I'm like, okay. yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So, but yeah, I get it. I get the allure. You know, people want to mm-hmm. see it's like extreme America's Home uh, videos type shit. People just. You know, do crazy shit. So this one's more of like a fucking extreme prank. Oh, okay. They they lock them in a room and they they make them think they're in a room full of cobras and shit. Yeah, no, that sounds yeah, it sounds. Crazy. You guys are up on the couch crying and shit. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but oh, the, nice. the worst part, the worst part is that these guys actually believe that they're in a room full of cobras because they think that the mm. other guys are capable. Of doing that to them. Exactly. That's kind of messed up. Yep. That they're fucking frightened out of their minds before anything happens. As soon as the lights go out, they jump up on the couch. Wow. <laughs> like, that's crazy, dude. That's good. So for me, I see I saw uh I saw that first episode of Halo, because everybody was talking about Halo. So mm-hmm. sat down and watched it and I'm not as vested in the games, probably as a lot of other people are, gamers that are like so into the story and stuff. So I didn't find any problems with any of the casting. I know some people do have problems with it. Um, But other than that, there were a few moments where like the effects were kind of iffy, but everything else I thought was pretty solid, you know, for Mm -hmm. being a, you know, a video game adaptation, which usually those are, you know, miss rather than hits. So. For being that, and I like, I think I mentioned to you before. I feel like that medium works better as a TV show than movies. So I feel mm-hmm. like when you're trans translating that medium into a show, I think it would work better. And I think 
the way they're doing it, it seems like it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Well, it, it it is a series. How how long is the series? Uh, I'm not sure how many episodes are determined. slated. It's hour long episodes, so it's going to be at least six. I would yeah. assume. Yeah, for the first okay. season. And, and it's, it's live on, action, you said, right? Yeah, live action, sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, and it's on Paramount, so I'm assuming it won't be any more than ten. Episodes. Yeah, Raul, you might you might dig it completely because if you never play the game, like you watch it just as a sci-fi take on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think you'll dig it. It's pretty cool. Did That's you, what I'm thinking. Did you like the Mandalorian, Raul? The Mandalorian. Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. What? Oh shit! The Mandalorian, like Boba Fett. Oh. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Star Wars, ring a bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lightsabers. Uh, oh Vader. shit! You know, you know what? I I think bounty this, hunters. I, I think this working early in the morning is really taking an effect uh, on me. It's fucked no, him up. Let's let's move along. Oh yeah, man, no, <laughs> that, was, uh... that was scary. Holy shit. <laughs> um. And then I also saw uh, Atlanta, man. I'm so happy that show's back. I love Atlanta. Uh, saw the first two episodes that dropped um, the other day, and yeah, that that show's just great because it has like it has a central story that's running throughout the whole show, but then every once in a while it'll break off into like these separate mini stories. So like, uh, yeah, it, it's a great show, man. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Donald Glover, dude, is amazing. So. Um, yeah, you, you guys should watch it if you can. And, and what's the general premise? Uh, the general premise is about a rapper, up and coming rapper in Atlanta. Oh, okay. And okay. his family, and uh, you know how they pretty much progress through the music business, and how they try to make it. And at the same time, they're showing all these other separate stories happening in the city. So it, it's good, man. It's really good. All right. Yeah, definitely worth the watch. Um, yeah, and that's it, man. Other than, uh, like I said, the first episode of Guardians of Justice and uh, The Naked Gun, you know? <laughs> All right, man, nice. Let's run into uh, our, our movie segment. Let's go. Doc, I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year, back to the, back to the, back to the, back to the year. The year is 1988, yo, 1988. Uh, it's the Naked Gun. Um, before running into that, some of the cool stuff from that year. You got anything, Scott? I got some stuff. Do you go first? All right. Uh, films, 1988. Popular films. Uh, Rain Man, obviously with Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Coming to America. Uh, the Land Before Time animated movies for you kids out there. Big. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, big, big, yeah, big. Young Guns. Oh, Young Guns. I gotta Wait, tell young, you, some shit. Young Guns and Big came out the same year. Sure did. I don't yep. remember that. Yeah, that's what it said on the internet. I'm gonna go with it. Ninja <laughs> Gaiden, Mega Man, Simon's Quest, and Link. Those are the games I remember that the internet says came out in that year. I don't remember them all coming out at once, but I yeah, think that, I mean, kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I nice. got my sports shit. Redskins to beat the Broncos. Lakers beat the Pistons. Dodgers beat the Athletics. Oilers beat the Bruins. But the most important thing that happened in sports, 1988 was the year that Jordan won the dunk contest with the free, loan, free throw line jump, yeah. the Jumpman logo dunk. Yeah. Oh. That pretty much established that era to come. 
Yeah. Some bad shit. People forget like he was cool as fuck. Yeah, of course, man. Um, I'll say a couple more. The end of an era uh, was in 1988. So the series finales of shows like Facts mm-hmm. of Life. Uh, oh, no. Brewster. What's happening now? And the original Magnum P.I. all ended in 1988. Ah, good. And then some fashion for that year. Acid wash was popular on Mm. jeans. Sure Uh, was. People wearing gloves and shit in 88 thought they were cool as hell, too. Everybody wanted to wear gloves because of Madonna. And Michael Jackson. Wearing gloves and acid oh, wash okay. and yeah. listening to Final Countdown. Hey, and how Hawaiian shirts, too, were popular because of freaking Magnum P.I., obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Aviator jackets, sunglasses. Yeah. That was uh, oh, part of this. Raul lives all that stuff. <laughs> I lived, <laughs> 80, I lived through it. I lived through it. I, I we didn't wear young. any gloves. We, we were forced. That shit was forced upon us. I know I had Everybody. a pair of acid wash jeans somewhere. Everybody looked like Marty McFly. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty. Yeah, good. sort of. Um, I'll say real quick some of the, the the actors in this movie that took place in 1988. Um, unless you have any more, Scott, I'm gonna jump into nope. it. Yeah, go for it. Um, Naked Gun. Uh, top cast was Leslie Nielsen, Priscilla Presley, Ricardo Montalban, and then uh, George Kennedy. That dude was pretty funny in there. As the, he played the straight guy, uh, straight partner to to mm. Frank. <laughs> And of course, uh, OJ Simpson was in there. OJ <laughs> so, had to mention OJ. Um, yes, let me say the quick numbers for this one. Actually, the budget was twelve million, and gross was almost eighty million. I mean, it was like a little bit under seventy-eight. Million. Wow, really? Seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Man. Pretty pretty good for a, for a comedy film. I see yeah. some shit saying the movie industry in nineteen eighty-eight earned like three billion dollars. Hey, it might have, man. Was some hits just box office sales crazy all right so you know what time it is fellas you know no what, you know, no you know what this means <laughs> no no all right let's go today one of these lucky contestants will win right here on wheel her names okay yeah so on the wheel we got Raul, Scott, and myself. Let me uh, pull up land the on wheel. you, Caesar. Pull up the wheel so everybody can see it. It's gonna land on you. Nah. Don't even spin it. Don't even spin it. It's gonna land I on you. I curse you. I curse you now. Who, who do you think's <laughs> due, Scott? You. You think I'm due? All right. I'm not gonna even look. I'm gonna just put the wheel, the the cursor wherever. You tell me where to put it, and then do it. Spin it. You want to spin it? You're not. You're not, you're gonna open a new file if you don't watch what you're doing. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. I told you. I told you. Uh, I think I'll spin it again. No. It's no. always that option. Yeah, you know, let's see who would have come on. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, uh, yeah, the wheel landed on me. I had to do a 30-second challenge on the naked gun. Oh, I kind of pra- I practiced this in my head, but there you go. Uh, can you see the clock up there? Right, Whenever <laughs> you guys want me to go, just let me know. Route me a 3-2-1, and then I'm going to just wing it. Okay, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Okay, the Naked Gun. Uh, it's about Frank Drebin, this dude that is like a super cop 
but he does clumsy shit without knowing. Uh, movie starts out with him overseas, and then he comes back and finds out his partner uh, was murked by a bunch of drug dealers, and he's trying to figure out what happened, like who owns the boat that he was murked on. And then he finds out it was Ricardo Montalban, and then he's got to figure out uh, how to get his woman away from Ricardo Montalban and solve all the crimes and keep his job at the same time and not get the queen killed. Oh, whoa. He did it. You did it, bro. He did it. That was really bad, yo. <laughs> no, it was really good. It works. Oh, man. Uh, sorry about that. That was, that was That's strange. the naked gun. That's yeah. Yeah. So how'd you guys feel like watching this again, man? Anybody can uh, kick it off. Uh, it brought back a lot of memories. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't remember really. I, I, I remembered it in some parts it was really stupid. <laughs> and yeah, and in effect, it, some parts are really stupid. And But now I think of them as like dad jokes. Mm-hmm. So it's stupid dad jokes. Some of them are funny. I had forgotten a lot of the, you know, of the one-liners. Yeah. Uh, sort of like, uh, like when he says, "Oh yeah, my 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 partner was shot up. I lost my girl." Something they mentioned a blimp, and then they said, "Oh, a good oh, year." Oh, that's and right. Then, and then he yeah. says, "No, it, it was a really bad year." Yes. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, I didn't that catch that. Me, yeah, that made yep. me laugh. Oh, I was like, it's so stupid. It's funny. It was, yeah. The mm -hmm. play, it was like a play on words there that, like, I didn't catch when I was a kid. But this time, like, I was telling Scott rewatching it as an adult, I caught a lot of jokes that I didn't catch. Right, as, right, as a kid. yeah. So, yeah, nice. What about you, Scott? Yeah, I forgot how stupid Frank Trebin is. <laughs> like seriously man he's a bumbling fucking idiot <laughs> it's great he's a super cop exactly he's, when he's coming into his house and he's doing all that badass shit with the flips yeah and then two scenes later he's hanging off a building by a dick you know <laughs> yes and that lady comes out and he's like fucking looking like he's sucking on that dick oh yeah <laughs> I remember that from when I was a child. It was just as funny then. Oh, man. Um, so, wait, wait, wait. How old were you in 88? Probably eight or nine. Yeah. Wow. Nine, yeah. So, I, so I got an early you, birthday, so I was nine, I think. Yeah. So, did you get a lot of the jokes? Or do you remember it being stupid? Or what? How? Yeah, what do you I remember was, from been, watching it the first time? Everything. I've been cussing since kindergarten. Caesar. Ah, got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, starting off at the beginning of the film and you see the whole axis of evil, like all these evil dudes, terrorists oh, at the table. Yeah. Gaddafi. Gaddafi mm -hmm. and Amin. Arafat. And, yeah. And um, the, yeah. The, the Shah of Iran. Gorbachev. Yeah. Gorbachev. <laughs> that scene was funny because he's like wiping it off and he's like, oh, I he knew put, it. I knew it the whole time. He put that fucker's head through the wall, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that he wiped off his enough. birthmark first. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and um, yeah, that stuff, man, like uh, you saw that in Family Guy reference. You know, they're referencing this movie. You know, there's I can't remember what season it was, but they do that at the beginning of one of their seasons and they make uh, fun of the whole, you know, Naked Gun intro, and yeah. it's kind of a 
it just shot me back, man. Nostalgia wise, like remembering that, like that silliness um, of someone. And then like at the end, he jumps out the window. He's like, don't, don't let me, let me catch you guys in America or something like that. He says that to them. Right. Like, after beating right. them up. And then seeing the, the, the shutter slam on his face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole OJ scene, him getting like hurting himself after getting shot up by all these drug dealers oh. and then, him trying to get in first to his foot going through the door uh, uh it's just i was like okay i know what i'm in for now because i haven't seen this in so long like all i could think of during that whole scene stuff. is like this motherfucker's a murderer yeah like i couldn't um, even laugh at that shit anymore wow only yeah. thing going through my head was i'm the juice i'm the motherfucking juice i got away with it did you ever hear those tapes where he got busted on on tape oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and he kept saying it i'm the juice i'm the juice i'm the juice give me my fucking property back he went oh, to prison because of this recording it's fucking awesome he said that oh wow mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's like um what i what i thought when i was seeing everything happen to him is how much people seeing it now must wish that really happened to him you know what i mean like yep that's what I was thinking. And I was like, it, it's still all. funny. It's funny. It could have been anyone that stuff happened into, but the fact that it was him uh, definitely has another meaning to it now, obviously. Yeah, definitely. But at the time, I told my wife, man, at the time, everyone loved OJ. Like, you love that yeah. dude. When you're watching this movie and, like, if you flash back to that time and think about it, everyone loved OJ, man, because he seemed like a nice guy, innocent guy, uh, and, you know. Everybody you loves can't OJ. Can't get around it. They can't hate get around the fucking it. juice. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the motherfucking juice. Yeah, man. But yeah, I remember that. And, you know, there's so many funny scenes and like a, a lot more now as I'm older, picking up on some of the dialogue jokes and like some of the noir is really funny too. Like the, the classic detective stuff when he's he's talking about, yeah, and somehow I met these people and, and then he's walking right in like LA and then he's like, and then and then it's like, where where the hell am I? Like he looks up. Yeah. Like he's out in the wilderness and shit. Like he walked past the whole city. <laughs> End of the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> it's so dumb, dude. Was there any uh, moments in it that you kind of recognize from other films at all, or any other any other media? Oh, oh man. Oh yeah, like in, in that intro when when he's um, fighting the the Shah of Iran, mm-hmm. uh, he he pulls a, a, a Three Stooges move. You know, like. Uh, shaking the hand in front of his face going up and then going down and then sideways oh, yeah. and then poking him in the eye that's but right i don't think a lot of people would catch that because yeah that's true a lot of people didn't watch the three stooges or it's just like before their generation and um it, it was goofy slapstick stuff mm-hmm. but um as a kid you know you, you try to do it on you know like your little brother or your little cousin and and it, some of that stuff actually worked until you got poked in the eye and shit. And then you'd go cry to your mom, mom, poke me in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different generation. I still laugh now at the Three Stooges because some of that stuff is just crazy. It's crazy. Right. Like some of the stuff that happened. Um, yeah, they don't make slapstick it, like that that much anymore. No, not at all. It, it, because it's dangerous now. Yeah. Some, you know, you know, <laughs> You know that some kid's gonna try it on his, you know, little brother, little cousin, sister, or whatever, and someone's gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Fun is, true, man. fun is fun until you get your eye poked out. Yeah. <laughs> I think the one thing that I did notice is the body condom scene. Oh my god. They were parodying. They did they were parodying. Mm -hmm. The 1988 ABN best all sex film, Babyface 2. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, they were. <laughs> I totally forgot to add that to my history exam. <laughs> history notes. <laughs> yep. My history exam. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on and mouth watering were the runners up. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, no, man. Like, I like. Um, I noticed something we did the other day, like when we were recording, I think the loaded weapon episode mm -hmm. and it, it was really good. It was just kind of like, we just kept hitting back and forth and it was like just stuff we remembered from the film. Like what, what are things that stand out to you guys? Like moments or scenes or interaction stuff between characters um, that, that you guys liked. The body kind of change. That, <laughs> that was funny, man. It was so stupid. Mm -hmm. It's unforgettable. Like, you know, it's coming. As soon as she pulls the roast out, you're like, oh, the body condom. Yeah. And you're just waiting scene. for it. And they're fucking sitting there just yakking and yakking. Like, and she goes, oh, Frank, you're so sweet. He said like three fucking words and she's falling <laughs> in love with him, you know? Oh, funny face. She calls him funny face. Yeah. Priscilla Presley, man. She was pretty. Yeah. Up until like they have yeah. sex, he's barely spoken to her. And then they show their montage and it's like, oh, okay, they're in love. Yeah, the montage was funny. They can trick you, and that was supposed to all just be one day. One day. So I was like, when did they start? Like at 6 in the morning, all this stuff? That's like the only way you could try to dinner pull off some of the stuff. She stayed overnight after dinner, and then they got up and spent the day together. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, you figure it out. <laughs> what about you, Ro? There's that one scene where, where you know, they're supposedly talking and uh, having a real intimate talk, and Leslie Nielsen is I, I guess i guess his, his his voice is like a narrator voice mm -hmm. and he's remembering something and he just keeps going and going and it's like it's supposed to be a one-liner or something like that but he just keeps going and going and priscilla presley is like making a face like she's really listening to this motherfucker you know oh i know <laughs> what you're talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he's talking about the uh his partner right 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to be a memory scene or or on a narrator voice like off camera and one of those scenes where you're just supposed to zoom in on his face but mm -hmm. it just keeps getting longer and longer <laughs> oh, yeah man, it's like, oh. he's like uh she used to be with the chicago harmonic or something all the guys yeah, yeah. she was uh, into music i guess but then i bought her a harp and she didn't know what it was. she asked me what it was or <laughs> some shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it and funny, it just gets, gets stupid and more stupid and more stupid. But yeah, that, that I, that's one of the ones that really stuck out to me. Uh, you know the um, the scene that um, I'm, I'm gonna bring up real quick. I'm gonna play it for us. But the scene where uh, they're talking to the mayor and they're going over the uh, <laughs> some of the stuff that happened and and her policies. And uh, how she doesn't want Frank to screw stuff up. And I'll share that one up real quick. So I thought this was one of the funny scenes in there. I don't want any more trouble like you had last year on the south side. Understand? That's my policy. 
Yes, well, when I see five weirdos dressed in togas stabbing a guy in the middle of the park in full view of a hundred people, I shoot the bastards. That's my policy. That was a Shakespeare in the Park production of Julius Caesar, you moron. You killed five actors. Good ones. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, man! I thought I thought that scene was really funny. Um, just yeah, you were saying that's one of the ones that went over your head as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Like as a kid, I did not I did not pick that up at all, man. And like paying attention to it this time, it was just I thought it was really funny. Um, well, I don't think as a kid you you probably didn't read a lot of uh, Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. Yeah, of course, obviously, and it, or even go <laughs> see it in a play. Or like right. they, they were referencing it was an act out in the middle of a park or something. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of individual you were dealing with in the movie. <laughs> yep. Shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> of course. Well, but that was what the cops did in the movies in the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's what the people wanted to see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of leads into the because they didn't want him at the event. Right. Like the reception for the queen where she was going to be at. And that mm-hmm. scene was really funny to me too, uh, Scott. Where he's like, "Well, we got to start searching these people." And they come in, and like he mm. starts searching this dude that's coming in, and he thinks he's putting his hands in his pockets, but he's putting his hands in George Kennedy's pockets, like behind him. Yep. I thought that was really funny. He's like, "Ah, what's this? A gun?" And he's taking his partner's gun out and shit. Picture of his, he's got a picture of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then George guy uncharacteristically <laughs> knocked that motherfucker out. Yeah, he, he's like Ethel, what the hell? He's <laughs> his wife's name. He's like, <laughs> anybody else seeing his wife? <laughs> and he's like, come on, let's go, Frank. That's uh, the thing. Drebin, Frank Drebin comes off like he's butt fucking wasted all the time. I think um, is man. the main thing. Yeah, he he totally like tears up uh, Ricardo Montalban's place too. Like when he gets there and. You know, he, he thinks he's going to find evidence. He, and he does. Yeah. <laughs> but I always remember that piano playing, too. Like, that as a oh, kid, yeah, that, yeah. that scene cracked me uh-huh. up. Um, the show tunes or whatever? Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, that leads up to him climbing out and grabbing grabbing the stone dildo from the statue. <laughs> and uh, he gets charged with assault with a dildo, a concrete dildo <laughs> to the lady. <laughs> <laughs> who he grabs her boobs when he's when he's uh swinging because i was like paying attention to that so like every other one had boobs and any other one had a cock hanging out mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like oh god yep uh, so th- does it surprise you guys that you were able to see this movie i, I mean you guys were kids yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and talking about stone dildos and you know boobs and cock and all this. i mean yeah. how did you guys watch this Again, like it's a different era. Like you, there's no way you would catch this. And and what this, what was, what was this movie rated, dude? F. Was it? Was it rated? <laughs> rated F. <laughs> it was rated PG-13. So exactly. yeah, I guess I don't know if this would would it still be PG-13 or rated R? Who knows? Nowadays, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good question, man. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I don't think it would be PG-13 today. Yeah. What would it be today? Probably be R. Yeah, it'll probably be an R. Okay. Just with that stuff alone in there, that it would be hard. Mm-hmm. They would have to cut all that stuff out. Like you like, couldn't have the dick. 
yeah, you could in a kid's movie. PG yeah, thirteen. Like, there's no, way. no. A kid can't have a dick and see a dick on the TV made out of stone, because <laughs> then he'll be fucking worried like his dick isn't big enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just a uh, male male frontal nudity is uh, taboo still. In all the, country, all so. the Zoloft in the world can't make his dick bigger. So. Or hard as a rock, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that Solid is. Uh, ass up, rock. That's something I didn't, you know, didn't think about. But yeah, definitely, I don't think that would uh, be a PG thirteen anymore either. Um, <clears throat> ladies, titties, totally unacceptable today. Like, okay, that guy's a creep. <laughs> he's a he's a sexual harasser. <laughs> he's a predator. He's a fucking sex a fucking predator. predator. Sex predator. But uh, <laughs> he, he made his own indie game about his adventures. <laughs> <laughs> his friends thought it was a joke. It's called Le- Leisure Time Larry. <laughs> it's called Sex, oh, man. sex Predator. Sex it's Predator. A, it's, leisure, <laughs> it's Leisure Suit Larry. No, I know. It's a, it's a funny version. Le- leisure Time. <laughs> oh, it's the Leisure Time Doesn't Get Laid. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the PG 13 version. Uh, like, like this movie, <laughs> we we went off the rails for a bit, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man, That's the was there... point of these kind of movies? <laughs> fucking head spinning, you know? <laughs> they do, man. Like like that scene too. He ends up looking like he's humping the queen uh, when he right, Carter Montalban yeah. is gonna gift this uh, this musket, I think, to her, mm-hmm. and he's like. She's gonna, he's gonna shoot the queen, and he runs and yeah. tackles her and slides all the way across the table somehow. Yeah, because it's a comedy. Was, yeah, that was pretty. Somebody funny. would have pistol whipped that Ricardo Maltabon for pointing that musket at the queen. Oh yeah, yeah. He would have been able to get near her with that thing. Nope. The biggest plot hole in the movie was was the uh, mind control device uh, to make the, the, the any, watch make anyone an assassin. Mm-hmm. It was any watch though. It didn't. There was like no rhyme or reason. It just worked as long as he right. was nearby. But, but it, it made it seem when when he first introduces it, you know, like mm-hmm. he the sec his secretary is wearing it, and he's wearing says, a watch. Yeah, anyone can be an assassin, and they zoom in on her watch. Mm-hmm. So they make it seem like there's a special device in that particular watch, mm. and then he hits that like uh, car remote control thingy. And then she yeah, pulls out the, is, the gun and starts. But yeah, that, that hey, it, did you ever think that there was a little bit of sci sci-fi in this movie? Yeah, there's like there's no explanation for it at all. Right, it's just, it, uh, just, it just works. Hey, like so many things nowadays, it yeah. just works. There was some kind of like, would you say subtle cameos in the movie? Yeah, like uh, who do? Who did we get? Reggie Jackson came out in there. Yeah, and everybody hates him apparently. Yeah, and then my uh, friend told me his dad met Reggie Jackson. He was a huge fan of Reggie Jackson, and Reggie Jackson was a asshole. Wow. Well, you know they they say never meet your heroes. Exactly. Yeah, that's true, and that's true. You never know, man. You never know what you're gonna get. You have this one. You have this image of them, and then when you actually meet them, uh, might be a different person completely. Completely different. Yeah. Also, Weird Al comes out. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, from be- the beginning of the movie, uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of an honor, I guess, because, you know, they, they were they wanted to get him on there, and he was a fan, I think, of Leslie Nielsen. And yeah. also because he had well, done, like, yeah. he made UHF recently, which was a big-time parody. 
Um, and he was a you know funny comedian too at the time. So you you could totally understand Weird Al liking, you know, a movie like Naked Gun. They, yeah. they go hand in hand. All the parodies he's done in his career, right? Did you guys yeah. hear Danny Radcliffe was gonna play Weird Al in a mill in a, like a fucking movie? What? I heard that somewhere too. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Freaking Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Weird Al. Yep. Yeah. You know. Um, That's weird. Th- it is. It is weird. Uh, at the time this came out, it was an interesting fact I found out um, that Weird Al was still dating, and he was like, he would take his first dates like to see this movie, and not tell them that he was in it, and that they would they would uh, freak out when they would see him. What a and fucking then... weird ass thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just odd. It is. Uh, yeah, man. Do you think he pulled his dick out at that moment in the theater? <laughs> he yeah, pulled, he maybe when, a popcorn trick. Maybe when the maybe when the concrete dildo comes out, he pulls his out. <laughs> and it's it's his reach dick. a little reach a little lower He's, into the bottom of that popcorn. The big surprise is Caesar. They molded that concrete dildo off of his dick. Oh, oh wait, wait! Don't tell me that's a fun fact. Um, it's actually a little inaccurate. It was based off of Leslie Nielsen's uh, penis. It's a fun oh, fact. Oh. <laughs> that shit looked weird to, to, nowadays <laughs> when he's coming at the lady in the apartment. With the <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was, was like, what? Fucked up. <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that was he like, just gets a little talk. And she's like, ah. <laughs> she's losing it. It was um, fucked up. Another interesting fact that I found out, there's a gag in there that they got from Mel Brooks, which is a scene where Frank's an empire. Obviously, he's trying to find out who's going to kill the queen at the baseball game, kind of like towards the climax of the film. And when he first gets in there and he gets near like too close, and then he gets hit with a bat and then he has to go. He rolls all the way back, you know, when he's about to make his first calls and stuff. That was a uh, that was from <laughs> Mel Brooks gave him that idea. Dude, you know, he should get in there and then get hit like. Like he was too close, so yeah, that makes sense. That was, that was pretty funny, little slapstick. You can see it coming too. The whole time you're like, "This dumb motherfucker." He's yeah, gonna man. get hit by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, that leads us in one another funny scene that uh, Scott. Uh, sorry, the screen's gonna go full again. I have no control yeah. over it, but um, yeah, Scott's favorite scenes in the movie, and uh, I'll share that. This is quick. where Frank Drebin's undercover frisking down the baseball players. He's got to get down on the field to find the assassin. The would-be assassin who's mind-controlled. Yeah, here we and go. He's got to stay in character. <laughs> and that's just the start dude that's the yeah. start of a fucking couple minute long montage of him doing that kind of shit oh man dude. seven innings of that baseball game <laughs> that <laughs> the face of ricardo montalban right there dude he's like he's like this motherfucker's weird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's wrong with this what's wrong with this umpire uh-huh uh there's man there's some funny parts like Throughout the film, obviously, there's like the driver's ed part. There's a you know the part where 
he goes and tries to meet Ricardo Montalban's character at the hot dog factory. At the hot dog factory, <laughs> which later the on Joker comes scene. back into play. Yeah. Did you know I didn't put those two together till later when he's eating the hot dog at the ballpark? Yeah. And then he gets the, the finger. finger in there with the ring. That's fucking gross. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh shit! I finally get. I had to watch it again to get this scene. Mm-hmm. You know, that, to understand. That was, what... He's out front of the hot dog factory. Yeah. The guy goes, Mister. Mr. Hot Dog sends you a fucking message and starts shooting the gun at him. <laughs> Mr. Ludwig, so I, yeah. I can't hear you. Don't shoot the gun while you're speaking. <laughs> what about when he's asking for information, like at the docks? He's like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about. Here's the what about now. And then he gives him another 20. And then the guy's They're like, yeah, the money. yeah. And then they start getting the money back to each other, back and forth. That's so yeah. dumb, dude. And in the end, that goes him 20 bucks. <laughs> he does. He's like, can you spot me at 20? He's like, here. <laughs> That's some stupid shit. So dumb, man. Just dumb stuff like that. Um, and then that—that's what the whole movie's about. Just like dumb stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh, also, like when they're they're visiting Nordberg at the hospital, and you know, is that oh, George Kennedy? I'm sorry, <clears throat> he plays Ed. He's trying to comfort the wife, and then you know Frank's just saying all this bad shit, like yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. He might be a vegetable. We'll see. And, you know, and she's like, like ah! we don't know who it could have been. It could have been a a jealous husband, a gay lover, a gay yeah. lover. Yeah, yeah. And he, he says, he's like, yeah. When I go, uh, I'd rather have my my nuts bit off by a lap a Laplander. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I had to look yeah. that shit up. What is it? And it's like an indigenous uh, person in like uh, Scandinavia or something. Oh, what the <laughs> yeah. hell? I was like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "What is he?" And he says this in the movie, like probably like just out of nowhere to make you think, like, "What is he talking about?" I was like, "Is this an animal or some sort?" So it's like a Scandinavian Eskimo. Ah, uh, it's something a native person from uh, Scandinavia, uh, from the north part, I guess. Sorry, oh. no disrespect out there if you guys are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I thought that scene was pretty funny too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. That's and, really and unexpected. When, that kind of shit, I don't remember the movie being dirty like that. When he yeah. when he trips on the on the on the bed and the bed just folds up and yeah, and his legs and then like everything comes up like a sandwich. Uh, yeah, that was funny. It sucks because you want to like him, but you're just like this dirty fucking murderer, man. Yeah, and then um. There's also the scene like later on where he comes home and he's hungry and he's looking for something to eat. I, I think it's after he, is it let go? It's after the queen, right? After the debacle that happens at the reception and yeah, he gets fired. Yeah, she shows up and he's depressed as fuck and his house sucks. Yeah. Um yeah, I got another clip for there. That's one of the funniest scenes to me too, so I'll share that one real quick. That's the scene in the kitchen with Priscilla Presley and Leslie Nielsen. Pinson Ludwig is a well-respected, generous, kind man. It's just too bad you don't know him like I do. Oh, yeah? And how's that? What's that supposed to mean? I'm uh, sorry. I'm worried about you. I don't trust him, and I don't want to see you getting mixed up on anything dangerous. Well, woes. Are they back in business? I thought they closed down three years ago. (laughs) Oh, gee, has it been that long? I don't feel like Chinese tonight anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Be concerned about me. He's such a gentleman. He's so so generous. He just wants to have a talk with you. 
When? Tonight. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That part cracked me up, dude. It was just like classic, uh, again, more classic, like slapstick stuff. Um, yeah. And, and, and the thing is that Leslie Nielsen, you know, he delivers his line, you know, like the, the straight guy, like straight actor. Yeah. And then this thing just comes out of left field. And I, I think that whole element of surprise of how things come up is what. Mm -hmm catches you off guard and makes it even funnier yeah but it, it's so stupid <laughs> yeah like his eyes just go cross-eyed like out of nowhere there for a second and he just drops and you you hear like the commotion like the movement and everything of him falling uh it's pretty funny man <laughs> so so this time around did, did you notice more because as a kid you would find the visual stunts funny and maybe not the dialogue because you couldn't understand all the dialogue yep. as a kid. Yep. Mm -hmm. So now that you see it and it's together, do you think it works better or did you like it more like as a visual gag? Yeah, it's better together. It's, it's a little different experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think um, being, being honest and a little more time to reflect on it, I appreciate it more um because like yeah some of the stuff that you get as a kid and it draws you to it is all the slapstick stuff but listening right. actually listening to some of the dialogue and the lines they exchange with each other the actors um it's it it definitely um i assure you it's icing no on one cake. no one is gonna rest no man on this force is gonna rest until we find your husband's assault murderer or whatever mm -hmm. now let's go get something to eat <laughs> <laughs> he says that yep <laughs> Yeah, and the way, like you said, Raul, he delivers his lines like the straight man. Um, and then out of nowhere, something happens. Uh, <laughs> like like when he, he goes to park at the police station, and then the car just, like, oh, just... goes off by itself, right? <laughs> and, then, like, it no, starts crashing he, into he, stuff. And... Right. He he, cra he gets there, and he crashes into the trash cans. <laughs> yes. And the they are just, like, off. left out outside, and then the... the airbag deploys right yep and then the car just goes off and he's shooting at it like because everyone's screaming so he, he <laughs> yeah. thinks it's like some other driver and he <laughs> doesn't realize that it's his car it's like did anybody oh, yeah. get the plates off of that car <laughs> <laughs> and then he realizes him oh i want oh, everybody yeah. to stay around for questioning <laughs> i gotta get inside <laughs> oh man dude yeah, there's a lot of funny moments, man. I think a lot of them pretty much, uh, I would say, still hold up. Still funny stuff, man. It's just not, it's, it's stuff that's not done the same way anymore, obviously. Definitely and doesn't. A lot of it, it is it, practical, practical effects and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, no CGI. Uh, oh, definitely no CGI. Except for maybe, uh, well, I don't know. The only scene in there that probably. I thought he was completely flat, man. Like, what did you guys think at the like towards the end of the film, obviously, and you know, uh, Ricardo Montalban ends up getting flattened when he oh, falls out uh -huh, falls uh -huh. out the stadium. Yeah, um, right. And then, did you guys think he was completely flat, or did it like look like how they showed it in the film, where he was like pushed into the ground? Yeah, it was just like a fucking mat or something, looking down at it. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. the intention was to make him look flat, but like you know, 
that cartoon. Right. Yeah. But you know, it couldn't be done. So the, the effect, I, I guess you have to just believe that he's, <laughs> that he's flat. <laughs> but like so many other scenes in the movie, you know, you just have to believe that, yeah, that's possible. Okay, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give him a pass on it. Because it, it's, part, it's part of the whole context of the movie. So you're not yeah. supposed to take it seriously. And yeah. you don't. Yeah, they just kind of run with it. That's like one of the right. the gags that happens. So he falls and then he gets uh, steamrolled. And then there's like a marching band <laughs> right after that. And mm-hmm. yeah, they just keep going over him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and Ed, Ed goes, horrible. My dad went the same way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's like, what? <laughs> yeah. That one even fucked up stupid Frank Drebin. <laughs> 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 and that's it man like i think that's that's the best way to explain this movie um mm-hmm. this is our hill <laughs> these are our beans <laughs> but you you know some I, I i just just now realized something mm-hmm. okay you know how when you watch a show or you watch a movie that let's take for example some funny shit which i think is funny as hell is monty python and then you try to explain it to somebody and then you say, yeah. And then this other guy comes into the door and he gets slapped in the face with a fish. And the person you're explaining it to is like, that doesn't sound funny. And, and you're trying to explain it as best as possible. And you're like, the other, the other person's like, what the hell are you talking about? That's, that doesn't sound funny. I don't want to watch that shit. Because but, of the setup and the timing of all that type of shit. There's always right, a buildup to it that people will not be able to explain in a story. Right, right. But yeah. this, but for some reason, you exp- the gas in like this stuff, like the Naked Gun and Leslie Nielsen, and you could immediately understand it. And you're like, man, that that is funny. And yeah. like right uh, now, we're, we're talking about it, even if you barely remember it. Mm. You're like, holy shit, I do remember that. That was funny. It was stupid, mm-hmm. but it was funny. Yeah. But because you've seen it. But there's something about it that just works better. But e- even like Monty Python, if, you, if, you, if you've seen it, I don't think you get the same funny factor as you would with, with a movie like this. Well, and I don't know why fucking, it works better when you're because retelling they're it. fucking British. The British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, they're Isn't less it? funny. Isn't that what we're getting at? The British have dry sense of humor? I love British oh, comedy, man. Yeah, so do it's I. So, it's really funny to me. I was just trying to jump the gun on him. I thought that's what he was saying. Fuck the uh, Brits or something. That's what I thought. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I'm just saying, what, what's involved in making this funny when you retell it? And mm-hmm. some other jokes that are visual as well, they're not... Mm-hmm. Oh, why can't you... Why don't they translate as well when you're trying to explain it to somebody else that that mm-hmm. was my point well do you think like american That's... lapstick is more constant or more stupid well it's more <laughs> stupid but it's more like uh... once it gets going it's almost like it's non-stop fucking crazy humor whereas my experience with british humor is that there's like they try to be more like methodical like it's more, more nuanced. thought out it's more thought out yeah mm. nuance is a good term for it yeah um I think I, I, I think I understand what you're saying, Raul, too. And I think what Scott said makes a lot of sense, too. Like, if you combine those together, I think comedy in general, whether it's visual, whether it's 
spoken like a stand-up comedian it's all about the delivery you know no matter what it is like it could be any kind of comedy but the way you tell the story is 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 probably what makes it important as far as getting okay. to the, the punchline you know making people so, laugh about it basically you're telling me that i can't tell a good story or i can't retell a yeah. good story that's what i was yeah. gonna just tell you yes that's what politely sometimes sometimes it's just the way you say it there you go okay okay you ain't funny that explains no. that explains explain a whole <laughs> bunch of things in my life uh, paraphrasing helps you know just just saying something in your way to make it funny as long as you get the the context of it right, I think. But dudes, hey, let's 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 go back in time and let's get head back to the future real quick. If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, just might work. We're sending you back to the future. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Do you think Doc Brown, if he took a shit into the flux capacitor, that 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 car could travel in time like as a shit? enough bio waste to run it like say after. yeah yeah it, it would but it, it would be a shitty ride nah. <laughs> it would be a craptastic voyage it would. Uh, uh. i think a shit a shit would have more chemical fucking energy than a banana peel though you know uh, maybe it doesn't have as, as many enzymes uh or what's, what's shit what, What's bananas known for? Uh, potassium. Potassium. There you go. Maybe maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe potassium is important in uh, the flux capacitor functionality. It, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's a uh, fucking <laughs> a replacement for iridium or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> plutonium. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um. So if we we're back, um, it's twenty twenty two. We're not gonna say there's any movies like this. Obviously, I don't think there is. Well, if there was one, what's one that you could say that's kind of like The Naked Gun? Ooh, modern. modern take. One, one, one cop, crazy cop. Oh, cop wise parodies. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know that. Nothing comes. I don't think there are any, are there? I don't think there is either. There's there's comedic cop movies, but I don't think there's anything like The Naked Gun, man. No, no. Super Troopers was pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, the the Twenty One Jump Street the remake. Yeah, that's pretty close. Like that's the only thing really close to it, cop parody wise. Hmm. Jump Street. Yeah, I mean, there's not, there's definitely no spoofs like that. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's the closest you could come to a spoof. I mean, it it wasn't billed uh, as a spoof. It was a remake, yeah. but. I thought I I didn't really enjoy it that much. What about um, would you say Austin Powers is in the same vein? Um, it's kind of spoofs no, spy, spy movies, right? But not cops. right. It, it yeah. spoofs James Bond stuff. Yeah, yeah. If we're leaving the police genre, then scary movie Austin Powers. Those are yeah. I don't think there's yeah. I don't think there's anything like it, man. There's that's well, kind of bring us to the next next segment, which is you know the recast segment. So uh, if we're gonna oh move, god. Reimagining this, let me let me hit us with the recast segment. Genius, the can's upside down. Don't talk to me like a child. I played Hamlet at Cambridge. Once again, you've ruined my concentration. Excuse me, excuse me. What's what's my motivation? Recasting a movie? Trust one of us, not some actor. 
That's it. I am going to my trailer. Yeah, man. What do you guys think? So you know what? They're, they're rebooting it, and I, I guess they are going to at some point, or they already have a story. Are they? They, oh, they have man. a story supposedly, but things gonna be completely different. In in in, in the role of of uh... oh, go ahead, go ahead. Do you, you got, got something Scott? good? I do, got... but I want to hear what you guys say. What do you got? What do you got, Raul? Oh man, in in the spot for Leslie Nielsen, I would do Tim Curry. Wow, he's too scary in the face. Yeah. No, but see, but he does comedy so well. He can do. He can. He can pull it off. He can. He's got that scary look where he can, you know, do the the, the straight face, but then he's got the the comedic timing for it. Mm, okay. And I, I can't give you right now. It escapes me. The the. Uh, <laughs> I got mine, man. Oh my god! Oh, can't wait. I want to hear what Scott's got. You want me to go first, Scott? Because you said you wanted us to go. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Mine would be Mel Gibson. Oh. Because <laughs> he's been a cop before in movies, you know. So I have to flip it and uh, make Mel Gibson the funny cop. Mel Gibson is retired and doing shit like that nowadays. Leslie Nielsen is old, older too, man, in, a, in The mm-hmm. Naked Gun. So, Have you seen a lot of Mel Gibson's newer movies? He's like, yeah, he's yeah. doing a lot of comedy on that yeah. type of role. You know, he'll be like a retired cop. Yeah. And everything he says is like totally out of character for the film he's in. Like that yeah. one where they're down in the hurricane and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He's dying of cancer and he's just like fucking rattling off all this crazy ass one liner shit. <laughs> about having shit transplanted into his body from another person's <laughs> shit. He could do it. I, I agree. Yeah. I was going to say Charlie Sheen and then have oh, Gary or... Busey as Ed. As Ed. <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my other option was Steve Gutenberg. So I was going to go with Steve Gutenberg as, uh, yeah. as the Leslie Nielsen character because he was a cop in a police, all the Police Academy movies. So. Yeah, he might be he's older now. Yeah. And then can uh, can, can Tom Selleck pull off comedy? No. Yeah. I don't know. Three men and a baby. <laughs> hey. Oh man. I don't know. Was that really comedy? <laughs> hey, but in my ed, I was I would have George Clooney as my ed. Oh, okay. He's too serious. <laughs> he could do it, man. Yeah, he. I think he, he, he was great in the Ocean movies. I think he could play uh-huh. the like the straight partner. He was also really good good as Miles on Roseanne or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> Let's was go he? back that. He was on Roseanne <laughs> with a mullet. Let's yeah. get a mullet on his ass and make him play it. Uh, who, who do you guys have as uh, the Ludwig character? Tim Curry. <laughs> he stole that from me. I no. did. Wow. Got Tim Curry, mm. McConaughey. I'm gonna go with McConaughey. Gael. I'm gonna go with Gael, I like that. Gael Garcia Bernal because he's got an accent. What? Too. Yeah, oh, man. okay. So, well, uh, what about what about uh, a Latino looking like? Let's go back to George Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> he looks Latino. Um, okay. What about the Nordberg character? Juicy Smollett. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh god. And then people hit him with bats. They do a real hate crime on him. Oh Ooh. man. Like a snuff film. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I got two options here. 
<laughs> Option A is someone who's been in a lot of cop movies uh, back in the 80s and makes a lot of noises with his mouth. Option B <laughs> has Norberg. That so option, work, okay. Michael I Winslow. I think you want to see a fucking police academy reunion. Is what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah. No. Honestly, I would, I would probably cast The Rock as Norberg. Oh, that's a good idea. See The Rock get oh, uh, run into all, get all these problems and get beat up and stuff like that. Makes so. me think of the Get Smart movie. Yeah, everybody likes The Rock, so you know, everybody. Everyone like, oh, does like The Rock. Just gotta keep an eye on The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> just Do you remember don't... Get Smart when The Rock came out? Yeah, that yeah. was one of his big breakthroughs. Yeah, him um, or uh, Michael Eddie Winslow. Murphy. Eddie Fuck Murphy. You. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man! Right? <laughs> oh, Eddie man. Murphy. I like okay. either one of those two. Get them both in the movie somehow. Yeah. All right, and then what about the Priscilla Presley character who plays the the hot? The hot uh, assistant. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Jameson. But they have to be oh, age appropriate, oh, though. They have to be like age appropriate, right? The blonde, that blonde girl, this guy, and she's on the Viking show. She's got to be at least. She would have to be really ditzy, though. Catherine Winnick. Is she making good dits? Yeah, I mean, she's really. Eh. She's pretty sexy. Eh, too young. Nope. For, for me. For me. For me. Like to have sex with? No, for the the role. For the role. <laughs> she's like thirty something, dude. Priscilla Presley was like fifty, dude, at the time. So, <laughs> so we're robbing the but cradle. That, Got it. But that was just um, to offset the Leslie Nielsen character. Yeah. He, no, no. He, I mean, he, hey, that's everybody's got their options, so that's fine, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just messing around. Um, I'm gonna go with Jennifer Aniston. She's got some pretty huh. good. She got some good comedic chops, I think. That'd be a little funny. Yeah, she did that horrible bosses. Oh, oh, which was funny. That's along the lines of the type of yeah. punchy you'd have to do to do a rook of this. Yeah, it would be I, like that. So that's a good choice. I think I think she could be pretty good. Just thinking of name name too, like name brand names and people mm-hmm. that'll probably end up getting cast and shit like that. You never name know. Association. Yes. But uh, yeah, there is a rumor that there's a reboot in the works. Um, supposedly, the story is that that they have as of uh, twenty. When was it? <clears throat> twenty nineteen, I think, or twenty eighteen, was that it would be Drebin's son is recruited by the CIA to be a decoy to try to take down a Russian crime lord, and he flies to Europe. And it'll become a spoof of the Born Identity, Mission Impossible, and James Bond. Drebin's kid would be like thirty. Yeah, Will Drebin Jr. That would be the the name, and mm-hmm. uh, that was that's the idea that they that they have supposedly. Uh, back in 2010, there was talk of Ed Helms playing the character of uh, Frank Drebin after that he had done the hang, Hangover movies. Yeah, he's pretty good, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but then that fizzled out, I guess. With that outline, it would be called the son of Naked Gun. Mm. So I don't know. If, I don't know if I like that. Uh, I don't know if anybody will like that. Yeah. Yeah. The whole son thing. I don't think that really works mm-hmm. as, as a movie title. It just kind of sets it up for like, yeah, this isn't as good as the stuff you used to remember. It's his son. 
Yeah. yeah it's like, oh. it's like we're just fucking trying to cash in on the title. Yeah. Like that shit in the Matrix remake or sequel, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. I mean, overall, would you guys recommend this to people? Of course. Oh, man. Honestly, I think it was good for the time. Mm. In, in in that era, um, I, I I I I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend it just because of the slapstick. Just the, the visual gags are good. Yeah, and the pre the sequels. Yeah, I kind of remember crazier. more of the sequels. Yeah, yeah, I and, remember uh, Nick Nick McGurk. Nick McGurk. It, yeah. it may be years we may never cover it, but Nick McGurk. When Frank Trevin goes to prison, he pulls a 180 on all the seriousness of all the prison movies and shit we've talked yeah. about. And just yep. talks about how they got it easy. <laughs> this crystal is room temperature. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I um I'll I'll say this. I would I probably wouldn't recommend it to people that are young because they, they just probably yeah. wouldn't get it. And yeah, there you go. If it was someone from like our era I think they would. Brandon and his friends thought this shit was funny. Really? Yeah, they were like 12 or so. It's just fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's me personally. I, I probably wouldn't, but I think um, also, I think I probably like the sequels more than the original at this point. And that's probably eh, my, my own personal bias, but yeah. But that's saying a lot, though, in, if, of any movie that you like the sequel better than the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah, it's that's... like that, you know? Sometimes it's uh, yeah. Because sometimes it was, some sequels are better. You were a little older by then too. Yep. Right. You were able to get more of the jokes. Yep. yep. That makes more sense. But it's, on uh, that same note, thirty-three and a third. I don't remember what the fuck that movie's about. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half. I feel like is like the best one. Mm-hmm. It, it's like great. You know. Two. Not so much. Two and a half. Yes. Yeah. Two's eh, two and a half though. Got me got me right there yeah man it's crazy this this film's still pretty well rated too man it's like mm-hmm. 7.6 yeah 7.6 out of 10 yep so what scott was saying holds up that i think what you said it i'm he, just saying what you said no but your premise was like i would recommend i, I was on like a little on the fence about recommending it yeah. you were like oh, yeah man. i would recommend it yeah serious yeah. i'd say anybody man this shit is fucking ridiculously stupid <laughs> stupidly funny and it's like, yeah, it was kind of goes back to what we were saying. Like, would it be rated R now or PG thirteen? You know what I mean? Like some of the stuff for the yeah. wrong for the wrong fucking reasons. It would. But be that's rated just how R. it is, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to us, it ain't shit. But that's that's just how it is now. You know what? That's the awesome thing, though. This movie will be around forever, and it will always be rated PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. So fuck them, dude. Unless, unless the movie picture association of America changes the way they do so. Starts going back and, and adjusting like, films and shit. We're getting into burning books territory yeah. then. Oh, yeah. oh. But, uh, dude, great stuff, guys. As always, man. Uh, this was awesome. And uh, we're on to the next one. Do it, bitch. <laughs> do it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yo, that's the end of the parody series. Um, Thanks again to all the listeners for checking this series out. Uh, it started off with Spaceballs, and we did Not Another Team Movie, and we did Loaded Weapon 1, and then finished it off with Naked Gun. There's a lot of great parodies out there, and we just you know kind of voted on these. Uh, maybe we'll revisit this series in the future because there's so many. Uh, 
But yeah, again, thanks for listening. Thanks to the guys. Thanks to Raul, the Zeltron. Thanks to Great Scott. And uh, tune in next week as we got a new series. Uh, actually, no. We're going to start doing vent sessions at the beginning of the month. So yeah, new vent session 2022. But uh, yeah, check it out. After that, we'll have a new series going. Probably a cult classic series or something like that. So as always, it's your boy, 7C, saying peace out. God bless. And uh, playing us out here with a track from 1988. Carry on.